Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human Podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. So today, our guest is Taylor Thomas, and Taylor and I met originally on the gram, and then he asked me many moons ago, May 2021, to be honest, on episode 45 I was the guest on his podcast, Endurance Mind. Today, I want to welcome Taylor, and thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, And maybe even like back before that, I think, you know, we crossed paths at like different endurance coaching summits and events. I think there was some Training Peak stuff mixed in there. Training Um, Peaks, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. Is that maybe even first? Yeah. I don't know. We've been we've been dancing in the same circles for a, for a long time. Now. You're right. Because I think because I just was talking about the Training Peaks Endurance Coaching Summit. And that was in 2019. Cool. Okay. I think that might have been. I remember when we chatted then. I think I just started the podcast then, or was like maybe about to start it because we're four years in now. So yeah, that that timeline would. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. A lot of water under the bridge. So tell tell the lot of water <laughs> under the bridge. A lot of things have changed, and that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. But tell the followers a little bit about you. Give me that one to two minute elevator speech about who you are. I mean, first and foremost, um, I would describe myself as as an entrepreneur. I, I love building businesses. I, I love solving complex problems. Um, I love doing that in the endurance coaching space. I love working with people. I love building, uh, you know, people-focused companies. And the way that's manifested itself for me and where I spend most of my time is uh, helping coaches uh, launch and grow their coaching businesses. So um, I own a coaching company uh, that that is a platform uh, that allows coaches to accelerate the growth of their coaching businesses. Uh, I also own another company that's a leadership development coaching company that gives coaches the tools and skills, resources, and confidence to uh, to grow their coaching businesses. Um, so I just love connecting with people. I, I love uh, helping people be successful and reach whatever level of success and growth and quality of life that they want. Um, and I believe that that we can do that as coaches. I don't think it's a hobby. I don't think it has to be a side gig. I think we can do it full time and make the money we want to make. And that's where I spend most of my uh, most of my waking hours is helping people uh, accomplish that dream. I love it. What triathlons running events have you done? And then how long have you been coaching athletes? Yeah. Okay. Let me see here. I mean, this is going to, we're going to go back in history. I'm someone who has liked to do a lot of different things. So I started as a runner in high school. I played soccer and I ran cross country. Fast forward a little bit, went to college, uh, got into running longer distances and um, made my best attempt at at running marathons quickly. 
had an okay stab at that. I'm, I have stubby little legs and was never quite as fast as, uh, as I wanted to be, but I, that was okay. And that got me, that got my foot in the door. I was, that got me into a, you know, consistent training, very focused. We're very, very focused energy in the direction of a specific goal. And, uh, at the time the goal was sub two thirty in the marathon. And then I was like, I picked up a bike, um, but for cross training, I had like read somewhere yeah, that, you know, maybe I should do that some. Now this is like, you know, 20 ish years ago. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. So I picked up a little road bike and I started riding road bike and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I actually really enjoy this. Um, and I was actually like pretty decent at it. I, I popped into a couple of group rides and I was like hanging with them and I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I thought, well, why don't I combine these things? I grew up on the East Coast on the ocean and I'd always been on the water. And I was like, okay, well, this seems like a, I could like probably piece this together. So that's where triathlon comes in. Did, you know, started sprint, uh, distance, Olympic, went into to half and full, had a brief foray in triathlon. And then honestly, it was like, oh, the, the bike is really it. I switched my energy or focused my effort. Uh, then after a couple of seasons of triathlon to cycling, that led me to ultra distance mountain biking where I raced professionally. Then I did that for a number of years. Um, so that, that was kind of like the bulk of what I would refer to as kind of my like athletic career. And then um, I have gone on in my later years to, uh, to get into ultra distance uh, trail running. So I've done a number of um, ultra marathons, some of the bigger ones in the US, done some like multi-day stage runs and things like that. So now I just like to kind of toy with what seems fun, long, hard, easy. I, I love being in the mountains. I live in Montana. Um, I'm drawn to to big, wide open country and open space. And so that's a convoluted, you know, Reader's Digest version of my athletic history. <laughs> well, no. And the reason why I asked or the reason why I bring it up is that because I think fitness in general, and this is a question that I asked y'all, like fitness in general just plays such a huge role for all of us, whether it's the mind, whether it's, you know, the physical aspects, the emotional, and you, you see this with kids, you see how kids who play sports and how they've really grown up playing sports and how that really changes their lives and their trajectory going into their adult life. So, I think about you and what you've accomplished and here you are, you know, four years into podcasting, like you're an entrepreneur, a writer, speaker, like I can guarantee a lot of that stemmed from the fitness side of, of your success. A hundred percent. It is, it is my North star. It's the thing that for me is a non-negotiable in terms of consistent effort. You know, it's the thing that allows me to do anything else I want to do, you know, it, both physically, but it just fitness for me in the pursuit of, of it. And, and even what I refer to as just like a consistent movement practice, you know, even if it's not training or if it's not it, it just engaging and moving my body and, and knowing what that feels like, carving out that time, telling myself that it's a priority by my actions, right? Making time for it, no matter what's going on. That's the, that's the cornerstone. 
it, it is a it is a non-negotiable and and if it if it isn't there I recognize it immediately in every other area of my life and in how I show up for my team at work, how I show up for my wife, my friends, myself, my, it, 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 it all starts to crumble. Now it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world if I miss a day or whatever, but there's so much value for me in, right. There's so much value for me in just that acknowledgement that I'm worth that time. And that time is just as valuable as anything else I have to do that day, if not more so. Fitness be damned, right? Like whether I get more or less fit, it, it, it's the pursuit of that thing and just that consistent effort. I always describe, I'm like, fitness is a really great byproduct of consistent effort, right? Like it's the act of committing to that thing that matters. And then by way of that, we get more fit, which is super cool. But like, great, you know, like it's just the act of that thing. So yeah, it's, it steers my life, you know, in a very positive way. Yeah. And I just, I want to share with the followers that we don't expect y'all to go out and do an Ironman or an ultra, ultra cycling, ultra running. But what we do want is, you know, we want that fitness piece in your world because you're going to start seeing the changes through the mind, the body, the soul, like just everything. Do you agree with that? Um, I'm sure you do. And 100%. Like, like what you said. It can't help but impact other areas of your life, right? If you show up for yourself, and again, to your point, like absolutely, you don't have to do anything. It doesn't have to be longer or harder or, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, that's not what defines or what makes the pursuit of fitness valuable is that it is harder or longer than the other person that you've talked to, right? Like, like run a 5k and like, great. You don't have to run a 10k after that. You don't have to run a marathon. You don't have, like, it doesn't like truly just doing that thing and the pursuit of it is what makes it valuable. And then in the act of doing that, it impacts every area of your life, right? It makes you a better person. It allows you to show up in the world in the way that's in alignment with who you want to be, how you want to show up. Like if just walk, right? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to like whatever that needs to be for you, wherever you're at in the world and in your fitness journey, just do it. Just start there. I'm a, you know, I'm a movement evangelist, right? Like I just think you should move. And that's what I was going to talk to you about. Cause you're like, I love conversations about movement and mindset. So Talk to me about the mindset that you had as an athlete and how that applies to like everyday life as an entrepreneur, as a, as a husband, as a friend, as a, as a son. Like how does that, how does the mindset of an athlete apply to you as a human being, as an everyday healthy human? Yeah. I think it's largely for me based on the idea of delayed gratification in the sense that when you are working to pursue fitness and pursue a healthier body and a healthy mind, it doesn't happen. The work you put in today shows up somewhere down the road, right? You have to trust inherently that the sum total of the effort will get you to where you want to be. And I think it's the same way in life, right? And it's certainly the same way in business. And it's absolutely the same way in entrepreneurship is that you have to trust that the effort you're putting in today 
will ultimately move you in the direction of your goals and add up to equal what you want it to equal. But it's not going to be tomorrow, right? And it's probably not going to be this month, right? It's just like instant, instant, instant. And I think things were oftentimes like things worth having take time, right? And and so I think whether it's fitness and and so I think for me, that's the biggest piece. And there's a discipline component there too, right? To like show up tomorrow knowing full well that I'm not going to see the immediate benefits. And that's okay because I realize the inherent value of just showing up and doing the best I can, right? I show up for myself physically. I show up for myself mentally. There's a space component. Like I actually have to show up somewhere, right? Like I have to give myself the time and space. And so I just think it teaches, it trains our minds to be okay with the fact that just doing something because we value it inherently is worthwhile, right? And that if I, if I do crunches today and I wake up tomorrow and I don't have a six pack, that doesn't mean they didn't work, right? That just means it's going to take some time. And it's the same thing with work. And I, you know, it, it's, it has taught me to, to really just focus on showing up in my day for the things that I care most about. And I know that that will, that will equal what it needs to equal down the road, right? Whether it's the business I build or whether it's revenue or whether it's building a team or like literally anything, because I know that it's valuable. And if you, if you do things that are in alignment with your values, they can't help but equal good things in the future. But it's just probably going to take longer than we think, right? Yeah. And I think too, it's like, you know, I, I launched my, I launched the podcast, what, like last week. And I'm like, well, I'm not making any money off my podcast. And I'm like, wait a minute. I just launched my podcast. Like, you can't say that. Like, and I don't expect to though. Like, I, I really don't. Like, I just, it's more of the, of bringing people in to share. Like, we all have these crazy thoughts in our head. Like, oh my God, well, I want to go to Kona. Why am I not going? I just ran, blah, blah, blah. I just did my first Ironman. Why am I not? Why did I not qualify for Kona? I mean, Chrissy Wellington did that, but <laughs> you know, that's the what 0.01% of a, of a per, of a human, right? right? So I think we have to remember like, no, it doesn't happen overnight, but it's those little small steps that definitely gets us to where we want to be. And, and I think I love the delayed gratification. I, thought process, you know, like if you're not, I I heard this on a podcast as well. If you're not thankful for what you have now, then it's going to be harder for the universe, your higher power, God, for you to get what you want. Yeah. I think that there's a real opportunity to, to just reframe that the kind of process component of, of, of the work that we do and that you truly just have to recognize that all you can do today is your best. And, and that's, a, that's a really fine place to be. And it doesn't mean that you can't strive for more. It just means that literally all that's in your control is today. And, and you can show up as best as you can. And like, absolutely, reach for the stars. Set great, you know, big, audacious goals. It doesn't devalue where you're at right now, though. Right. And we have a tendency as athletes, I think, to be like, I'm not as fit as I want to be. I'm not as fast as I want to be. So it's not worth it. Right. Or we get down on ourselves or we get in a bit of a spiral. And where you're at is is great. 
and you can work towards bigger goals and and but it's there's so much opportunity just to engage right and be in that process and be happy about it and 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 then trust that it takes you in the direction where you want to go but it but it's going to take some time all right and that's fine too like like love the journey you know like i'm stoked i love the idea that i have a lifetime hopefully a long life to continue to just see what happens continue to just push myself and do different things and like like hell yeah like i'm stoked about that i don't know what it's, i don't know what it's going to look and feel like and like but what a great opportunity and we're not supposed to yeah yeah right exactly was there like a a challenge or an obstacle that came into your life whether that was on the fitness side whether that was on the entrepreneur side that you had to figure out how to navigate to get to the other side so I always think about a caterpillar, like a caterpillar going up a tree and then it falls down and keeps going and keeps going, gets to its cocoon, comes, has, you know, lives in this cocoon and then becomes a butterfly. Was, and I'm not saying that we're, we're all butterflies. Well, we are all butterflies, but was there a challenge or an obstacle that really sticks out to you? And what did you do to get through that? It's a great question. I mean, there's been, it's been any number and and in, in a positive way, you know, but I, I have always certainly really worked to, to push myself in, in different, in different, you know, areas of my life. And I mean, I think I'll use maybe one of the more recent ones, the last um, hundred mile uh, ultra marathon that I did arguably was maybe, you know, not well-timed in the sense of kind of my, my life. I was, I was driving really hard with work and, and, um, my wife and I were building a house. They're just, it was all good, fine stuff, but there was a lot going on. And it, and it, and I, it all kind of came to this crescendo at like the peak of training, which was like the summertime, like that kind of 20 weeks out or whatever. And it it just was really challenging. And I had to, to grapple with like where my value set was at, like really like, what do I want to spend my time on today? That's actually going to deliver the result of me being able to be the person I want to be and, and not like burn the candle at both ends. Like I want to be present for my wife. I want to be present for my work. I have these personal goals that are just taking a tremendous amount of time and energy. That's just the nature of running long distances or doing anything long distance. Ironman, same thing, right? Like there's just a minimum required time. that just takes a lot of time. For me, where I landed was the engagement in that thing was actually just super valuable. I was like, okay, I'm going to step back for a second. Is it worth it? Yes or no? The answer is yes. And then if so, like, how do I do this in a way that, that actually feels fulfilling and not like it's draining me, right? Not like I wake up every day and I'm just like, oh, so exhausted. Oh, I can't. And I really truly like when I, when I took a step back and kind of made sure I was in alignment with like my value set and, and who I wanted to be, it was actually just a, a really enjoyable experience. I built some amazing bonds with the with the the guys I trained with who were also doing the race. We spent a lot of amazing hours in the mountains in the middle of the night because we all had to work and we're trying to get our time in. And so it's like two a.m. starts, trying to get long runs in before work. And you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that forever, but like in that moment, that time period, it felt very engaging right and very fulfilling and that's i knew that's what i was looking for and what like almost what i needed to offset the other stuff going on in life for me it was just that i had to make sure i gave myself that gut check to be like 
is this important, yes or no? And also be okay with the fact if the answer was no. Like that could have been on the table. And before I really like set with myself, I was like, okay, like if you're honest and the answer is no, you got to be okay with what that does to your ego and what your training partners might have to say about that and what you, you know, like, and I came to peace, you know, I've made peace with that. And then I really felt confident it was yes. And it was a great experience and I wouldn't trade it from the world, but yeah, it was hard. Like I kind of, you know, there was a few weeks there. I like that though. Like you had to look at your values and really chime in. Because I think a lot of people in the fitness space, well, maybe not fitness, but you know, I'll, I'll speak for myself in the Ironman space. It's like, you're focused, man. You, you got this, you got like, if you're going to Kona, like you're just in that headspace and you just, you, I mean, you literally, what, drop your head down in air position and you go. At my old job, we, we'd say, take our blinders off, right? And you forget maybe a little bit about work, not forget, but you would you know, the family or the relationships would go astray because you were so focused on one thing. So nice job. Nice job. Yeah. I think it's, it has to like work in concert. You know, I think like our athletic identity is just one of our identities and it has to be, it, it has to add value to our lives. You know, if it's, if it's at the detriment of other things we care about, other people we care about, um, other goals we have, then I, I would argue that it starts to, you know, that value proposition falls away. Like I'm all for going all in. Like I've done some stuff where I've just have been head down, but yeah, I just, I think, you know, like that athletic experience and the pursuit of those things should be something we look back on and it actually like added value. Right. It wasn't like, Oh, like, you know, I, I didn't talk to my partner for, you know, three months or like, I didn't see my kids or I didn't right? like whatever. You know, I'm sure you've heard there's like some extreme examples where like, I got to leave it, you know, the middle of the night. I get back at the middle of the night. And like, where where are these other things coming in? So, yeah, I remember I remember a girlfriend of mine turned 40 and she uh, like our the girls, like the beach girls went to Vegas and they're like, are you going to come? I'm like, yep, but I got to get up at, you know, five, five o'clock in the morning, which is what it was seven in Texas at that time. It's like, I got to get my two hour and 30 minute in. They're like, what? I was like, I'm getting ready for Ironman Coeur d'Alene. Like, this is like, I'm at my peak, y'all, right. you know, and it was great because it was, it was in the morning. Nobody was out anyways, you know, but, but then I enjoyed the rest of the afternoon because by the time I rolled in, everybody was waking up, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it, I think to sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, that that's such a great, good point. You know, it's like, there's, there is other places that we need to make sure we put our energy as athletes. Like it can't be, there is just this, uh, this need for some sort of, I really hate the word balance, but like, you know, you have to make sure that it's not just like, you know, all your eggs in one basket, because when that thing is over, you got to go back to your other eggs, right? Like where's your, other, or, or your other baskets or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's one of the things that, you know, is, is like, makes athletes so amazing but i think we also just need to make sure to like check ourselves sometimes and be like okay like you know let's make sure to cultivate some of this stuff over here because when i'm done with this event and i'm in recovery like where are my people at right like did i right did I, where are my peeps yeah, at did yeah i piss off all my friends and now i got nobody yeah. to go back to um <laughs> uh, so let's, where can listeners find you online and everything that you are doing not yeah, uh, I'm I'm all over it, endurance minded podcast. Um, you can check that out on any of the podcast platforms uh, that you listen to. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Taylor J Thomas. 
and we have all kinds of content there. And then uh, we also have a really amazing um, movement and mindset retreat opportunity that I'm hosting uh, along with another uh, coach and facilitator in the September. Um, so if you want more information on that, uh, you can reach out to me uh, on Instagram or you can find that uh, at impactinitiative.network. Um, so that's a leadership development company uh, that I run uh, with another co-founder and uh, super amazing opportunity. It's something I'm very passionate about and excited. It's kind of the mashup of two of my my worlds and things I care most about. So yeah, that's where you can find me. And we will put that all in the show notes as well. So don't, y'all can, uh, we'll, we'll put all of this information, website and the retreat information as well. So can you tell, talk to our listeners about how do they start their own transformation and become, or what's the one final thought that you have for our followers to start their own transformation and become their own beautiful butterfly? Yeah, I mean, I think the first step um, is to take the first step. You know, I think what keeps people from from committing to themselves is that they they imagine a scenario where things will be different, right? I'll have more time, I'll have more energy, I'll have work will free up, work will, right? Like what all? And I, you know, we all say it. Like I'm not speaking from a high horse, and I think truly, like just start and do, do whatever you can do today and then do that again tomorrow. And what happens is that again, like we talked about that cumulative effort, that habit stacking, what that tells you, what that tells your mind is that it's worth doing, right? And what it tells yourself is that you are worth doing it for, right? And so that's the real shift is that when we, when we're struggling to get started, so often the push we need is to understand our own value and that we're actually worth making that time for, right? And it's not really about how busy we are or the schedule. It's that we don't think we, we fit into that equation, right? We, we think everyone else's stuff is more important or whatever. So just truly, again, consistent movement practice, right? We, can, we don't have to call it training. We don't have to call it and, and it can it can grow into whatever it needs to grow into. But yeah, just start. Go for a walk. You know, do, uh, you know, do some air squats in your office, right? Do literally um, anything. And I think that's, it's it's just about seeing the value in that. And, and that'll build on itself. And it really can be as simple as that. For sure. Like you could go onto my app, super like go in, first seven days are free. There's a whole bunch of workouts. Like you could do that two to three times a week and you're still getting that movement in and it's all based on body weight like most of it so i'm starting a series of the everyday healthy human and that's exactly what it is it's mostly just body weight stuff that i want just people to move and you add a couple walks a week or whatever we're golden yeah it doesn't require the heroic effort that we often think it does right it's not that it doesn't you know it's equipment and the just, just start, right? Literally, it's just, it doesn't have to be a whole thing. And, and it's amazing what that can, what that can lead to. So yeah, check, uh, check, check out the app, everyone. That's, that's the move. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Taylor, thank you so much for this uh, conversation. I really 
truly appreciate it. And you immediately was like, I am jumping on your podcast and it means the word to me that uh, you decided to, uh, to, to jump on here with me. And uh, I appreciate you. So yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm always, I'm always on board with whatever you're doing. Thanks for everything. And if y'all are loving the Everyday Healthy Human podcast, you know what to do. You know that you got to subscribe, share the episode with your friends, leave a comment wherever you can leave that comment. And remember, Pura Vida and ciao.